Hey, what's going on, everyone? This is your host, Matthew Kirby, and welcome to a new season of the Young Black HR Podcast, brought to you and sponsored by Honest Human Resources Consulting. Our mission is to have meaningful conversations by amplifying voices and perspectives we need to hear in today's times. The Young Black HR Podcast challenges how we define a human resource through discussion of our talents, abilities, and backgrounds that we bring to the table. Now I have one question for you. How are you a human resource? Enjoy today's episode. This one's on me. Hey, what's up? What's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the Young Black HR Podcast with your host, me, Matthew Kirby. And I'm so excited to not only be having today's conversation with an amazing guest, but also talking about this dope platform that y'all y'all need to be aware of. So y'all know how I do it by now. Let's not waste any more time and get right into it. Christian Lowe is the founder and creator of the Greenbrook Project. Christian was born and raised in Houston, Texas, and graduated from Texas A&M University with a degree in international studies. As part of his degree program, Christian spent a significant portion of his university years studying abroad, spending time in places like Peru, India, South Africa, Vietnam, Ghana, and Morocco. In Christian's travels abroad, he came face-to-face with both his own marginalization as a Black man living in the United States as well as with the privileges he holds as an American male abroad. These experiences led Christian to develop the Green Book Project, a mobile platform which he is using to help folks from marginalized groups fight discrimination. Christian is a software engineer by trade and until recently worked at change.org where he built online tools to help digital activists and organizers create real world social change christian what's up what's going on man how you feeling welcome to the show hey matt i am so glad to be here thank you so much for having me today yeah absolutely and you know what it's it's one of these things where you know i'm always looking to not only support black businesses and black spaces and platforms and when i came across the green book and i laugh at myself now and i remember talking to you about this for record i was like the green book that sounds familiar i was like christian that that name not taken already is it you're not gonna run into any <laughs> trademark issues right and this it's, it's just so funny how like even at least for me and maybe some of the other listeners out there when you think about the green book you know it, it resonates and that brings many different feelings and i'm really excited to dig in and to not only you know talk about this platform but also you know talk more about how this platform is really helping us as minorities out. So before we get into the meat and potatoes of everything, Christian, I'm not going to treat you any different. Tell us, how are you a human resource? (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I love that question, by the way. Just that's one of my favorite questions on your show. Um, I, you know, I I, I think about um, psychology a lot um, in in the work that I do, Uh, you know, being a software engineer and having worked in San Francisco, um, I feel like a good portion of the projects and the products I worked on um, really at the heart of them was uh, human psychology. Um, and, and when I was living in, in San Francisco, uh, working in tech, 
um, something I saw a lot was all these just amazing inventions and amazing startups um, being built. You know, you have self-driving cars, you have um, battery tech and electrical vehicles, you have AI. Um, and these are just like really amazing things that are just so creative and um, ingenious. Um, but then when you kind of look at who is founding these, these startups, um, you'll, you'll see, uh, unfortunately, not a lot of, of, of Black people or um, as many Brown people. And uh, so I think about psychology a lot with that. And, and the thing that comes to mind a lot for me there is uh, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Um, you just, you know, I, I think about the creative genius that is required to, uh, you know, found a startup to, to create self-driving cars. And that is a person who is reaching that kind of highest level of Maslow's hierarchy, which is like, you know, self-actualization. Um, and I think for people who uh, have to worry about things like discrimination and systemic injustices and racism and bigotry in their daily lives, uh, I, I think that they don't get to really um, be in the place where they can, can necessarily go after those needs on the hierarchy. And uh, I think for a lot of us folks who are black, who are queer, um, who are from a marginalized gender um, or are disabled, a lot of uh, our time is actually spent um, at those, meeting those needs that are lower on the hierarchy, like physical safety. You know, am I gonna be safe um, in the places I go to? Am I gonna uh, be, uh, am I gonna belong when I get there? Are people gonna include me and welcome me? Um, and I think that um, that prevents us from being able to do the same kinds of really amazing things sometimes because there's so many other lower level things that we have to worry about. And so I think the way that I like to think that I show up um, as a human resource for people is, you know, helping people remove those barriers, remove the, the discrimination and the systemic injustices that are uh, not allowing them necessarily to reach their highest potential. Um, and just giving people that chance to um, you know, be all they can be because they don't have to worry about whether they're going to feel safe or whether they're going to be welcome in the places they go to. Um, so yeah, I think that's uh, to make a uh, uh, long story short, I think that's how I like to show up. I, I want to uh, make people know that they belong and give them the chance to uh, reach their highest potential. Christian, I, I just want to say, you know, I, I really love not only that answer, and it's, it's one of the things that every time that I ask this question and I get that insight and perspective from any guests on the show, it really makes me and it, and it resonates with me what this platform, what the show is all about. You know, HR just isn't for folks who are, let's just say by trade or discipline in HR, but literally each and every one of us that are in existence, that are living, that are breathing, that are out here are that human resource. So I really appreciate that. And Kristen, you you took it back to one of the goats. You went you went all the way back to Mavlov, and I was like, oh, okay, all right. He's taking us. He's taking us back to the books, you know. And it, and it, and it makes sense, you know. Just thinking about the way that you even linked, you know, the hierarchy of needs to really how that can resonate with us. You know, I, I take that and I look at that at the same time, and I'm saying, you know, thinking about these investors, these folks that are starting companies, etc. You know, it's one of those things where we need to see us. And I, when I say us, I'm talking about Black people. However, that's not mutually exclusive as well, right? You know, pro-me is an anti-you, right? So insert whatever whatever identity you identify with as a person. But 
to your point, it's it's just one of those things where it's it's not enough. It's not enough of uh, black and brown folks. So I really appreciate that take. And yeah, being in places again, I was just telling you this before we recorded. You know, being a being a, a alum of the Bay Area, you know, you you see a lot of that, and it's one of those things where I'm happy that projects like yours we're about to get into are are doing the things that they're doing, but just also the other VCs that are minority or marginalized that they're doing their thing too. So let's talk about the Green Book. Let's talk about it. So when we think about the Green Book project, you know, what do you want people to, you know, think about when they think about that? And also tell us a little bit more about what that is and why and why we should tune into it. Absolutely. Uh, you know, I could talk about this all day. It's my, my favorite subject. <laughs> um, so the Green Book Project is a mobile app that helps folks from marginalized groups find inclusive businesses and avoid discrimination. Uh, it's a crowdsourced reviews platform um, that allows folks to uh, read and write their experiences in the different locations they visit um, and then rate those experiences um, on a simple um, sort of color rating system of red, green, yellow, um, and gray, kind of a little bit like a stoplight um, to just kind of signify like I was either really welcome and safe here, you know, maybe I wasn't so safe here, or maybe I wasn't so welcome here, but like it was all right, I was able to get what I needed, or uh, maybe like this place was absolutely dangerous and you should stay away from it. Um, and so the whole platform is really based off of this uh, civil rights era publication called the Negro Motorist Green Book, uh, which was a guide that was created in order to help black travelers stay safe on the roads during the times of um, segregation and Jim Crow. And so I think in this, in this app is really, it's like a continuation of um, you know, almost a century of work to uh, create safe places for people, to identify safe places for people and to ensure that no one has to live in fear of discrimination, um, whether that's in their daily lives or in their you know, yearly travels or vacations, like the kinds that uh, you're, you're planning on going to. Um, and it's just such a, I, I found in my own life and the lives of others, that it's just such an important thing and such a, a time-consuming task for us all that we, that we spend a lot of time worrying, will I be discriminated against because I am black or will I be, you know, will I be safe here um, as a gay man or will I be safe here as a disabled person? Um, and I think that like, when we don't, if we didn't have to worry about those things, we would just all um, have a lot more energy, a lot more time and a lot more opportunities to live um, a life that's joyful and that's, you know, at its full potential. Yeah, and, and I, I think that's, that's, that's so cool, even when I think about, you know, of course I had the chance to check it out, but even just as listeners listening to this, you know, I, I, I'm a big fan at least of the idea where that there is that kind of guide Right. In that sense of saying, hey, you know what, this isn't just a, you know, a more common platform that simply does reviews. Right. Because there's a lot of those out there. But it's one of those things. And for me, what resonated a lot about this is and it gets into not only physical safety and just overall safety for minorities. But I, I like that. I like that psychological aspect. And it's one of those things where you know, it, it, it gives us just as people, you know, chances to say, hey, you know what, here are my experiences, right? The way that I kind of look at it, here are my experiences, right? Red, green, yellow, whatever the case may be, great. But, you know, I want y'all to know this is what happened to me. So y'all either beware 
or going here with caution. And just thinking about that, that kind of outlook towards the reviewing type system, did you do you feel like that's something that's generally missing? Like even when you look at different review sites and all of that, do you feel like that's a pretty big component that hasn't been out there? Absolutely. Um, it's something that uh, was really a lot of the inspiration for me when I first started on the project. You know, um, I had some racist experiences uh, traveling um, through the Southwest and, and up actually the West Coast. Um, and I, you know, I looked on Yelp and I looked on Google to see like whether other people had these experiences. And I found that really uh, there's, there's very few places where anyone is actually speaking to experiences of discrimination um, in whether that's on Yelp, Google reviews, or I guess like Foursquare. Um, a lot of it's, you know, what, you're, what you'll see on those platforms a lot of times is things like, oh, the food was good here, or uh, oh, the service is slow here. Um, but you really don't have a way of determining, of, of figuring out or determining like, oh, like, is this a place where black people are safe? Is this a, a place, um, you know, maybe if I'm a person who uses a wheelchair, is this a person I can even get, uh, build a business or, or location that I can even access because you know maybe they don't have ramps installed or anything like that um or if i'm a person who's trans i might have to worry like oh well i feel to even use the bathroom at this location um and so there's really not too many um ways of determining those things if you're um a person who is from a background that's marginalized and uh none of the platforms none of the major platforms are really i think solving for that and so for me that was a big part of the inspiration for for uh, getting started on this project because I was like, someone needs to do this. And if the, you know, the people in Silicon Valley aren't, uh, maybe I should. <laughs> right. And, you know, just thinking about it, I'm, I'm, I'm like, you know, this is, this is something that first and foremost is, is definitely needed. But even when we think about, you know, what I, what I kind of look at as safety reviews in that sense for, for marginalized and minorities is, is, it's just a, it's just a cool as hell idea. I, I love the space and arguably the void that we that we that we don't get from other platforms with this. And even just thinking about that, you know, so green. So the Green Book Project, this is this is inclusive of what businesses, workplaces, just overall experiences. Or do you want the reviews to, to be focused on kind of a certain aspect? Yeah, um, you know, I, I think that this is at its heart a user-driven platform, and I and I'm I try to leave it up to uh, the users to determine what it is the best usage um, for it. Um, a lot of the, a lot of the focus and a lot of the messaging for me is on businesses because uh, I think that's where uh, we can affect the most change. You know, we live in a capitalist system, and I think um, and I've seen, also seen firsthand that. Uh, you know, where your money is, that's where your mouth is. <laughs> um, and so right. <laughs> uh, for me, that's a, a lot of the, the focus is just on influencing business behavior and um, determining where people can be safe in businesses. But uh, there's also mechanisms for other locations, um, you know, whether that's a, a park or, um, you know, a landmark or um, a tourist um, destination. Um, there's really, there's really no, I think, one way just to use um, the app. And I, I think that, uh, you know, I, as we're, we're still in the early stage and as we grow, I think that users really, will really kind of tell us like, this is the proper way. Um, this is the things that we need to know. This is the things we want to tell each other about um, when we go to different places. Um, so yeah, that's kind of 
the best, my best answer to that. <laughs> yeah, no. And you know what? I think it's, I think it's important and it's key. And even as I was uh, listening to you, you know, I wanted to get in a little bit more, you know, I know this is, you know, pretty, pretty targeted and pretty beneficial for users and consumers. But let's just say, and I, I'm going to play a little devil's advocate. Let's just say, you know, I'm a business owner, right? Small business owner, minority or not. What's the upside for businesses? You know, how, how, how does this platform kind of help me out? Is it a certain scenario situation where, you know, a business can be, you know, and I'll put this in quotation mark, you know, certified green book project friendly, or, you know, what, what's kind of the reverse with that? If I'm looking for those places that are more friendly to minorities, what would that look like? And what would my experience be with that in the platform? Oh yeah, I think there is a ton of value for small business owners. Um, you know, the first one being just that if you're a business that um, really does a great job of being inclusive, of, of ensuring that um, people from all backgrounds are welcome and um, safe in your business, then like I very much want you to be highlighted. Um, I very much want you um, to, I want, I want you to have more customers um, because I want people who have to uh, worry about discrimination to know that they're safe when they when they visit your business. Um, but if you're if you're a business where um, you know maybe you have some blind spots and you don't know that um, folks who are disabled um, aren't able to access your business, or um, maybe you, you don't realize that some of your messaging or marketing materials are um, maybe not inclusive of folks who are uh, who might identify as Latinx. Um, you know, I think there's value for those businesses too because um, you know this isn't about cancel culture or whatever uh, <laughs> the phrase tends to be nowadays. This right. is really about helping <laughs> businesses, you know? Um, and I, I think that um, we, we try, we want to assume best intentions and assume that people just don't know um, and help businesses that say, hey, like, um, you know, I, I didn't realize that uh, I wasn't serving these customers well. Um, how, you know, I want, I want help. And that's, um, you know, an offering that we have in the works of trying to help businesses improve um, their relations with uh, various communities. Um, and uh, yeah, I just think that that there's so much value for um, business owners. And it's not something where we're trying to like get businesses shut down. We really are trying to not only just identify inclusive businesses, but also create more inclusive businesses from this um, platform as well. Yeah, I love I love the perspective of it. And I even think, you know, when I when I think about the Green Book Project, or really when anyone thinks about the Green Book Project just as a, as a whole and that idea of, you know, making it to where minorities can, you know, hopefully avoid discrimination or any kinds of those experiences, you know, thinking about that, it, it makes me not only hopeful on one hand, but it also makes me think, you know, like, wow, you know, there is a place to where, you know, I could ideally double check it and just see. But I guess with that being said, when I think about from reviews, one of the things that that I always think about is like, okay, how do I know or what kind of judgment should I be making in determining, hey, if a minority in this case had a bad experience and it's a one-off versus kind of like that reoccurring and ongoing and it's like, yo, we, you really need to stay away from here. How do you kind of, how does the Green Book Project handle and kind of address that? Absolutely. Um, so we have a lot of mechanisms in place. Um, you know, I, I think that it's completely possible that a business can have an off day um, and, you know, maybe services isn't so great. 
And it's not really necessarily indicative of a sort of more larger systemic issue. Um, so first of all, every business will have a sort of color rating, um, which is sort of the average of um, the different reviews that uh, business gets. So, you know, maybe you get one bad review, that's not going to just tank your ratings um, and, and tell everyone like, oh, don't go right. do this business. They're, they're terrible. You know, there, there has yeah. to be um, more than that. Um, and then additionally, um, you know, some businesses might be safe for, for one person um, who's from a, a marginalized group, um, but not for another. So, you know, I think of myself, you know, a cis uh, straight black man, um, I'm, I might be safe in a particular location, but maybe my sister who is a queer black woman might not be. Um, and so there's also mechanisms for, uh, to attach these things called sort of um, intersections to reviews that are a little bit like hashtags um, that kind of show what your identities are and how those may have affected your experience. Um, and so, you know, I might write a review and I might put um, the intersections, you know, black, um, cis, straight, um, and, uh, you know, Afro-Latino, uh, but my sister might put something like, um, you know, queer or lesbian, um, Afro-Latina. Um, and so it really gives you, gives consumers that sort of extra data to know like, okay, like people who have these, the same identities as I do uh, will be safe in this location. And then also for, for business owners, they can also have better insight into their, like I said, into their blind spots. Um, and also not just have to worry about just because they get one bad review that, um, you know, people are just going to completely boycott their business <laughs> and then stop coming um, and visiting them or, or, or um, you know, being their patrons. Um, and so it's really, really um, meant to ensure that there's the most accurate representation of uh, folks, um, of marginalized people's experiences um, in each location. Yeah, I think, I think that's a, geez, when we talk about intersectionality, I mean, that could be its own episode in and of itself by itself. <laughs> really, it's own. Look, really, yeah. it's, it's own podcast in that sense. But just, you know, I always like to make sure that, you know, folks are on the same wavelength as we are. So, Christian, I'm going to have you to back it up a couple of steps. Right. Just a couple of steps. So for new users, for current users, for users from the very beginning, and in case they've been living under a rock, when you say intersectionality, what do you mean by that? Absolutely. Um, so, you know, much smarter people than I uh, can explain it much better than I can. Uh, but I'll take my I'll take a crack at it. Um, <laughs> so intersectionality, I think, at, at its heart is this idea that, uh, you know, different aspects of our identities will have an effect on how uh, we experience um, the world around us and, and um, the society around us. Um, and so when you think about identities, um, some ones that might come to mind is like race, um, you know, if as a black person, um, another identity may be gender, um, you know, maybe you're um, a woman or you are non-binary. Um, and those different experiences, um, those different identities will have, will have an effect. And so, um, you know, I, as a black man, will have a completely different experience in a location um, than a person who is a black woman. Um, and when you add um, additional identities to that, um, such as you know having a disability or um, uh, being um, being queer, um, then those will also have a compounding effect on your experiences. And so, really, intersectionality at its heart is this idea that um, you know we might all all of us um, folks from, from marginalized backgrounds might have 
different experiences with discrimination, but those experiences with discrimination will differ based on um, the identities that we have and the compounding experiences of those identities. Um, I hope that was a uh, succinct <laughs> and understandable converse, uh, explanation. <laughs> yeah, no, and, and you know what? You know, there's there's probably going to be some users out there that's like, "Dub, that I know, you know, I had an idea of what intersectionality was, but you know, even that within itself, you know, I always like to make sure and include the people who may live under rocks or at Bikini Bottom or something like that, that just, you know, that just, you know, don't get it all the way yet. So, no, I appreciate you breaking that down. And one of, one of the things that I'm thinking of, and, you know, not only looking at this as a consumer or a user, but let's just say if those, those businesses, you know, have gotten or received some bad reviews or ratings, is there any way that the Green Book Project kind of addresses, like, what's the best way I'm going to put this, like addresses like businesses that are improving, like uh, most improved, or is there a way that, you know, businesses can, you know, not respond in the sense to defend and deflect, but more so in the sense of, hey, you know what, thank you for making us aware of this person. We've looked into it ourselves. We found out that it was a bad apple, right? So now that bad apple is in there. Is there any way that businesses can interact with the app, with the platform that way? Absolutely. Um, you know, uh, this is also uh, something, a topic that can probably, like you said, um, with intersectionality, be its own podcast. Um, <laughs> but a very core tenet of the Green Book Project um, for me, and something that I try to keep top of mind is, is the concept of restorative justice. Um, and so, like, like with intersectionality, restorative justice is something that much smarter people than me can explain uh, much better. But it's you know fundamentally about restoring relationships um, when harm has been caused it's about ensuring that um, rather than saying well you've caused harm so uh, I don't want to associate with you anymore um, it's about saying hey like you caused harm if you're willing to take accountability um, you know we're, we're able to have a relationship again and heal from um, that harm and so um, you know if, if a business does have an issue where maybe they have a racist employee or something and that employee gets fired, then uh, we absolutely wanna, wanna talk to that business and um, figure out a way to let consumers and users um, know about that. Uh, but maybe, you know, the issue isn't just a racist employee. You know, sometimes these issues are about the culture of a business or, um, you know, the, the policies within a business that, that create discrimination. And so um, for businesses like that, we, we wanna work with those businesses. You know, I don't, I don't want, you know, people's livelihoods um, to, to go under or anything like that. Um, you know, if a business wants to do better, they want to um, heal any harms that they've caused um, to, to marginalized communities, um, then we, we wanna work with them and um, figure out, identify what the problem is that's causing the discrimination, um, work with them to fix that, that problem. And then um, going a step further, work uh, with that business to restore the relationships with the people who are harmed with the communities that were harmed um, by the discrimination. Um, and so it's really, really, I don't, I don't even like the concept of trying to bash, bash businesses or make businesses go under um, who, who want to be accountable. Um, I really wanna work with people who, who wanna do better, who wanna be more inclusive um, and, and help them um, you know, do better. Because at the end of the day, you know, uh, if, if the Green Book Project was just about telling you where you can't go and saying, oh, you know, like, you know, they're racist here and they're racist here, like, 
um, that's not better necessarily for, for um, you know, people like me who are black. Um, I want more places to be inclusive. I want um, to know that, that businesses are doing better um, and trying harder because uh, they have the data they need um, and, and the um, information they need to improve. Um, so yeah, it's really, really at the, at the heart of this is this concept of restorative justice and um, uh, restoring the relationships, um, which I also have to shout out um, uh, my former partner who uh, really put me on to um, the entire idea of restorative justice and how much it can transform communities and um, heal harm and heal relationships because it's, it's really a wonderful thing. And I think it's something that um, really takes this beyond just being, you know, a mobile app to being something that is um, a tool for uh, helping people improving lives and improving, um, you know, the relationships between businesses and uh, customers from marginalized backgrounds. Yeah, I, I, I have to, I have to agree uh-huh, and amen with you right along with, you know, even just thinking about, I mean, Geez, when I think about, you know, obviously since COVID has happened and George Floyd and, you know, just the number of different incidents, incidences out there, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, prior to all that necessarily, you know, I like to pick on myself from time to time. I didn't think about it or frame it within the context of the idea, right, being of restorative justice. But I even think about even as being that lifelong learner, it, it makes total sense. When you think about it, and it's it's really one of those things where, you know, at the end of the day, whether it's businesses, people, we all have that capacity and capability to change, right? No matter what that form or what that setback is. Now, if we're in a situation to where a person or business don't want to change, that's something else. But before <laughs> I even get, yeah. you know, before I even get, you know, back to your point earlier, because I really want to make sure I hit that with kind of the bashing that you spoke about, you know, here's, and I'm always thinking about just kind of the, the full experience, but you know, what, what is it like, or is it advantageous? You know, let's just say if I was a DE&I consultant to kind of partner with the green book business and say, Hey, you know what businesses are receiving these kind of reviews, there could be, or there may be some sort of opportunity to partner with that business or that that owner you know what what do you think about that kind of idea just kind of taking it kind of like green book 2.0 and everything yeah absolutely um it's that's actually in the works it's uh it's on our roadmap um you know and as i said it, the green book is still early stages uh we're you know a pre-seed startup um and so we're still growing our user base and still uh you know trying to reach that product market fit um you know for those who are familiar with those startup <laughs> um terms <laughs> but uh, yeah, absolutely. In in the works is the, is is a full fledged program um, to work with DEI consultants um, to help train up businesses um, that want to um, be inclusive or that want to repair harm. Um, and it's you know I, I can't give a, a great timeline, unfortunately. Of, uh, right, no that, pressure. No pressure. <laughs> <laughs> I can't give a great timeline when that. Uh, the offering will be available, but it is uh, built into the, the business plan really uh, for this app. And um, I think it's, it's just a crucial component um, to, the, to, the, to this app really maturing. Um, you know, as I said previously, like I don't want this to just be an app that tells you where you can't go um, as a black person or as uh, other um, 
or from being as someone from other another marginalized groups like I really want this at the end of the day to uh, create more safe spaces for um, marginalized people um, and to create a more inclusive a more inclusive society and um, world for people who have had to live you know maybe their entire lives uh, wondering and asking themselves the questions every time they go to somewhere new will I be safe here right and I, I think that's a that's an amazing point that you bring up and it's, it's something that you know I and I'm sure a lot of people will be tuned in to see how your platform grows and everything and even with that being said going back to you know the bashing you know I, I've seen other platforms out there that you know start off you know with great in, intentions but as as I, I find myself talking about a lot in conversations nowadays it's that intent versus impact and when I think about, you know, the intent of the Green Book Project and everything, how, how are you all, the team over there, you know, is kind of monitoring like, hey, what we're not going to do is out here, you know, slandering businesses and, and all that good stuff. What, what are, what are, what's your take on that? You know, I think um, I, I, I know what you're talking about so much because, you know, having worked in tech, I think uh, there is a huge pressure in the tech world uh, to become the number one, to become the dominant player, uh, to beat your competitors. And it really comes down to this concept of gaining more money. Like at the end of the day, you know, it's a, it's a lot about him. I wanna be rich and uh, you know, my, my competitors are make it harder for me to be as rich as I wanna be. Um, and so I think, you know, when you remove that aspect um, of just, you know, trying to grow, uh, regardless of what the, of what the costs of that growth are, um, of, of that growth is. Um, and you remove that idea of we're just gonna move fast and break things. Um, then you, you, put your, you put yourself in this stronger position to uh, care more about your users, to care more about the impact you're having on society um, and to do things that, uh, do the things you set out to do. So for me personally, um, you know, I've, I thought to myself, I might not, I might not ever really become rich from this idea. I might not ever actually make that much money. It'd be great, absolutely, if I can. Um, but at the end of the day, I, I don't want to be rich, but have made the world worse. I don't want to, you know, uh, have been successful, but you know, uh, you know, not pointing any fingers at any particular tech platforms. <laughs> But, right. I see those. Look, I see those. I see those elbows. I see those elbows and those winks and those uh, those other signals over there. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So you know, no no toppling democracy here. <laughs> so I, I think you know um, that's that's really what what it will be the thing that that determines um, the impact of this program of this of this platform. Um, you know, just focusing on how are we helping people. Uh, even if that means we're not making as much money as we can, um, even if that means we're, we're not, uh, you know, maybe the number one or dominant player, what matters most to me is that, um, you know, people who have to live in fear of discrimination don't have to live in fear of discrimination. Um, and so that's, you know, my, that's my personally my target and that's uh, the mission at the, at the height of the Green Book Project. Um, you know, uh, something that I've personally uh, made a commitment to is to avoiding um, what's commonly known as dark patterns. Um, for those of who aren't familiar with um, user experience and, and sort of design, the design of tech products, dark patterns are um, sort of these uh, a technique, techniques for building um, you know, mobile apps or websites 
that really try to um, coerce you into doing actions that are uh, maybe more profitable for the business, but come at the experience of either um, your psychological safety or um, you know, your, your privacy as a user um, or just your, your needs really as a, as a human and individual. And so um, a big part of um, working on the Green Book Project, you know, I, I um, am a software engineer and um, I have coded pretty much every line um, myself uh, of this app. Uh, a big thing that I think would say even has taken the longest in terms of the development of the project has been um, just trying to ensure that uh, the patterns for the design um, are patterns that are ethical um, and that take into account things like your privacy, your safety, um, and your, your psychological needs as a user. And don't try to, um, you know, get you to do things that might be better for us, but, but worse for you. Um, and so I think that's a, something that a lot of tech platforms um, are, need to do. And some, are, some are, have already started to do a great job of that. Um, but it's just really important for ensuring that, um, that you're not creating a toxic environment um, in, in the tech spaces and, and not creating um, uh, more harm than, than good uh, with the product that you're delivering. So um, yeah, I, I, don't, I hope that answered that question. Yeah, no, in this, in this, in this, you know what, you know, even as look, even as a, not only just a host of this podcast, uh, even as a, a person, you know, but even as, you know, just a business owner myself, you know, I, I'm always a, and have been a big fan of those, what I call ethical business out there, right? You know, those, those, those platforms, those, you know, whether it's a product or service that, you know, really believes in doing the right thing, right? You know, sometimes when you think about, especially for for-profit businesses, when you think about, you know, the right thing, quote unquote, that becomes quickly taboo. It's not about the right thing always. It's about the profitable thing, right? If you're thinking, thinking about it from a from a, a more common approach, but I, I really appreciate and love uh, businesses, platforms, spaces that are really focused on that. And I think it ultimately, it makes our lives better. And, you know, I, I really enjoy and I hope my listeners enjoy this conversation because it's sometimes it's one of those things where, you know, we, we get the chance to see you from the ground up before you blow up, right? And the Green Book is, you know, is on all social medias and, you know, doing, doing, doing the amazing things that I know that's going to come. But even just with that being said, one of the things that I feel this project centers around is really redefining and defining in some senses those safe spaces. So, you know, just just your take on this, you know, what what are some of the greatest impacts that you've seen the Green Book Project have had on the idea of, you know, streamlining and really making safe spaces uh, a popular thing for our society? Yeah, um, you know, I, I think um, one thing that has been kind of encouraging, uh, which is, this might be weird to say, has been seeing other people uh, creating similar platforms. Um, and, you know, I won't give the names out because, you know, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> maybe not the best idea, um, right. but, but other people recognizing that um, there, there's a need for this um, and that um, it can be done. Um, it doesn't require, you know, having decades of tech experience or uh, being some coding wizard or having all the right connections. Um, you know, tech is, is much more accessible today than it has ever been. Um, especially for, for uh, us who are, you know, black and brown folks. Um, and so I think, I think for me, 
I've just been really encouraged by seeing other people kind of entering the space, um, maybe sometimes more focused on a specific demographic. Um, you know, I've seen some platforms that are just dedicated to um, folks who are queer and black. Um, I've seen uh, platforms that are just dedicated to folks who um, are trans and need to find good um, a, a restroom to use um, in, in the cities and, and, and locations that they visit. Um, so that's really encouraging to me. Um, and I, it help, it gives me hope, um, that, you know, even if the green book project itself doesn't succeed, that, um, someone's going to figure out the right formula for this and, and transform society. Um, because, you know, this is a need, this is, uh, something that I would say most people, um, you know, if you're not, a cis straight white male, um, this is something that you probably have experienced with, um, discrimination in some form or fashion. And so uh, it's very, very important um, to me. And, and it's been really encouraging to me seeing that um, other people are taking this idea seriously. I mean, you know, also it's been really encouraging to see um, our numbers grow. You know, I, I published the app um, in November of 2020, uh, but that was, you know, the end of a, the, the tail end of years of work. I, I started uh, working on this project really at the, at the beginning of, um, 2017 end of 2016 and so it's been you know years of labor years of late nights and weekends and just seeing um people download the app and tell me how much they love it and tell me how um you know complete strangers saying like i'm so proud of you for for building this uh it has been just been so meaningful and so encouraging um and it's really made some so much of the like time and labor and sacrifice that's gone into this really worth it because I know that um, this is going to and, and maybe already is um, changing people's lives and, and giving them the, the feelings of both physical and psychological safety that they have been missing um, as they as they go about the world. So um, yeah, yeah, all of that, and I, <laughs> all of that, <laughs> all of that and more, right? You know, all of that and the kitchen sink. No, I, I really appreciate it. And even just kind of looking at not only you know, what you're doing, but even just many, many, many more uh, founders and just business owners, you know, just collectively, you know, working to to make these kind of concepts a part of society, right? You know, even I would arguably say, you know, even two, three years ago, we didn't really hear about psychological safety or, oh, yeah. or you know, so many, so many other terms that we do today restorative justice and all that <laughs> and it's one of those things where as as a society you know when we when we know better we got to do better right and this it's, it's just it's just key to really making at least our time while we're here on this here earth you know as as impactful and as as good as we can so christian i could keep going on and on you know all day but i really just want to thank you so much for not only taking the time to stop by and to jump on the platform. I really appreciate it. But honestly, yo, keep it up. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited to see where the green book goes and this is, this is needed. So I'm, I'm gonna look at this as glass half full. I can't wait. I can't wait to see you and the team blow up. So no, thank you so much. But thank before you. we get out of here, you got to tell the people, you know, what's next, what's going on with the green book, you know, and, and what can we expect? Absolutely. Um, you know, and also, you know, thank you again for, for bringing me on the show. I'm, I'm so honored um, to be on the podcast. Um, I absolutely have loved all of the episodes um, of yours that I've listened to. Um, but yeah, in terms of, of what's next, you know, really just growth. Um, right now, the app is 
currently only available on, on iOS, um, but I am, I'm working really hard to get an Android version released, um, hopefully before the end of June. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I'm hoping to just make this platform more accessible um, to, to folks um, from, you know, across, the, across both this country and, 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 and in other parts of the world. Um, and really just figuring out like how um, we're going to build a movement, you know, my, that's my, my hope here is we're going to build a movement um, of, of businesses um, being more inclusive and more welcoming um, and uh, a network of, of people who are just, um, you know, in terms of users, looking out for each other, thinking about um, their own experiences with um, either marginalization or of privilege and, and um, you know, sharing each other's burden and saying, oh, you know, like, I, uh, I might be safe here, you know, as a black man, but uh, my friend who's um, uh, Latina, she might not be safe here. Um, and so I'm, I'm looking out for that. Like I say, I see that, you know, these, this business isn't uh, as inclusive folks who are, um, who are uh, Latinx. And so, um, you know, I, I think this is, this is hopefully the start of a movement um, that we're building and, and we're just going to grow from here. Uh, get more users, um, get more businesses involved in, in, in being more inclusive and being part of our, um, you know, spotlight features and uh, just building up um, this whole, a whole new, um, a whole new movement in, in, in society of, of inclusive business. Yeah, absolutely. I, like I said, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to seeing where you all go. And before we get out of here, how can people connect with you? How can they join the conversation, really get a chance to learn more and invest in the platform? Absolutely. Um, so first of all, you can download the app if you're <laughs> a user on iOS. And uh, if, you know, uh, for those lis listeners in the future, um, download it in the uh, Google Play Store as well. Um, in terms of social media, we are on, uh, you know, those three major platforms, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Um, so on Instagram, you can find us at uh, the Green Book Project. Those are underscores between each word. Uh, Facebook, we are the Green Book Project app, all one word. And Twitter, uh, we are underscore the Green Book. Um, and so you can find us on those platforms, follow us, like our content, share us with your friends. Um, and, uh, you know, like I said, um, just stay tuned for, for what we're um, doing. Um, we're we're going to be doing some really big things for the next few months. So um, I'm I'm just really excited, and I and I, I hope everyone who's listening, um, you know, finds a way to to get involved and in, and to participate in this. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I I think it's going to be cool. And for those of you that are listening, you know, thank you all for doing this. We we are really on the same kind of a trajectory as well. We can only continue to go up and to provide this amazing content and having these conversations with folks, whether you know them or not, or will know them in the future. But as always, like I normally say, please continue to love us, support on us, follow the hashtags that we have out there, support us. And if anything, please follow us on social media at Young Black HR, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Y'all know where we're at, so come join us. But until then, until next time, until next week, next conversation, this has been another amazing episode of the Young Black HR Podcast. Make sure you connect with today's guests on social media accounts. And if you haven't already, bookmark and check out our website at honesthumanresources.com for your career-related needs. Also connect with Young Black HR on your favorite platform 
at, you guessed it, Young Black HR. You can locate us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Again, I am your host, Matthew Kirby, and I hope you enjoyed today's conversation. Tune in to next week's episode. Hey, y'all. Did you enjoy today's episode about the Green Book and how it is redefining inclusion resources in our lives? Christian brings a diverse skill set and a wealth of knowledge to any table. For those of you who may have listened to our first episode of season seven entitled Always Be Applying, I mentioned that certain young black HR episodes would be eligible for SHRM PDCs. For those of you who may have either a SHRM CP and or SHRM SCP, today's activity code is 21-5, R as in red, N as in Nancy, Y as in young, R as in red. And if asked about the organization, please list the primary organization as Honest Human Resources Consulting LLC. I can't wait to continue the conversation in our next episode. Remember, ask yourself, how are you a human resource?